the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And I thought for a second you forgot your line, and then I almost forgot to say my name. So <laughs> we're doing amazing. Oh, you know, it's a day. It's a day. It's, an, it's another day in paradise, as Phil Collins is. So, oh, I love that guy. It's so hot. <laughs> I'm so hot all the time. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's not like New York hot, but it's Seattle hot for sure. I felt grateful today because I went and I got ice out of my refrigerator and I had clean water and a fan mm. and and I was just like I am very grateful. <laughs> I am very privileged. Yeah. I feel so bad for people who don't have this because I would have died. Yeah. It's so yeah. I always warm for us. I always forget I grew up not grew up kind of, but I also spent most of my adult life not having the things that would make yeah. that more comfortable. And so I always forget Same. that literally behind me in my office with a remote in front of me is an oscillating fan. I can oh, wow. I can take steps to cool myself down or in the winter I can take steps to heat myself up. It's it's yeah. wild still. <laughs> I remember those days as mm-hmm. well. They lasted for a long time. Long time. Yeah. It's yeah. Ah, hi. hi. We are talking about pips, pentacle pips today. Yes. I love the alliteration. We are pentacles. We are finally revisiting our long finished, or so we thought, tarot <laughs> series. Yeah, someone asked. Someone asked, and I, yeah. I'm doing a lot of tarot work right now, just for me. Some of which. I'm not going to share with anybody, even Detta, so it's just for me. <laughs> but uh, a lot of it is fun exercises from Will You Give Me a Reading because Jenna Matlin's book really inspired me. Mm-hmm. So this, I was so glad that somebody asked. Yeah. It's fun. And it's fun to dig deep into, it's fun to dig deep into the pips. Mm-hmm. It really is. And also doing this is a great reminder that it's something that probably a basics kind of thing or like a beginner's oh. kind of thing. And I'm like... I learned so much just reviewing these cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's the slinky, everybody. Yeah. It is the slinky of knowledge. You've moved to the next level if you've been doing it for a while and you revisit. It's why acting classes or any class, when you take it again, you get more out of it because you're in a different place. And actually, one of the cards, I was like, we'll talk we'll about, talk about when we get there. there. Yeah. 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 I Do you have library? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Let's we just, have, let's head to the... Yeah, we have a lot of older episodes that you should totally go visit for all our library stuff, the history of the tarot cards, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is just an exploration of the pips, and I don't know about you, but my sources are the little black books included in my tarot decks, the couple of websites that I really trust and enjoy to look at, and then my own work. Okay, Cool. Mine are my own work as well. I tried to start with my first impressions and then go to at l- looking at stuff. Same thing. I looked at the Animal 78 Animal Tarot. I don't know if it has a book. If it does, I don't have it in my possession anymore. So I just looked at those cards. I really looked at the Smith Weight deck 
because of those original meanings and symbols that Smith put in there, that Pixie put in there, that, and then I looked at the 78 Animal Tarot, and of course, the Lightseer's Pinnacle, because I absolutely adore that work. And I could have gone to the crow and I went, no, stop, Dada, stop. You don't need that much. (laughs) I think those are my sources. I used two decks specifically to review and refresh for this, and that is the Prisma Visions tarot deck, which is Mm. the first tarot deck I ever got as a grown-up. So I think I had I think I had the Smithwaite deck and one other one, and then that was it, and then this was my first real grown-up deck. And I used also the Modern Witch Tarot deck because I have the journal. Yeah, yeah. which is so Smith weight based. Oh, yes. But it's just more inclusive. I love yeah. that deck. I do have one other one. I also, I have not finished reading it, which is why it's not back in your little hands. The Magic of Tarot. But I looked through some of her stuff and I should have looked at Jenna's book. I don't know what, I know exactly why I didn't. Everything's buried right now. <laughs> But it's about not to be. That's another story. Lots of purging going on mm. over here. Oh, same here. Should I not say that word? We're purging our things. Purging things out of the house. And we had Seattle rubbish came today. Oh my gosh, their people are always so nice and awesome. It was a huge load. <laughs> I'm very, very happy that it's gone. Because a lot of it's stuff that came from my childhood that I just don't need to hang on to anymore. And it's just like, why do I still have yeah. this? Or from my mom's house because, and so now that's all gone. Yeah. It feels really good. You can spring clean any time of year, Anytime. Go for it. In two days, I'll be able to see all my bookshelves again, but right now there's, everything's in front of them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It'll be fun yeah, to yeah, organize. Yeah. yeah. I have to put everything back to, back where it goes. Maybe I'll come help you. Just great. Ooh, yes. All right. Let's head to the pool. Yeah, I'm hot. Let's go there. Yeah, let's do it. May I say a little something before we start? Please. Okay, so first of all, we're going to do these alternating. Dedda's got odds. I've got evens. And then for the next one, we'll switch. And so on. Mm -hmm. And so on. Uh, And the two decks that I worked with made me realize something about the modern witch deck. I love this deck. I want to say that right off the top. I love this deck. I think it is beautiful. I love the art. It's very evocative. I resonate with it so much. I really vibe with it. I enjoy reading from it. I think it's incredible. I think that there is a certain element of only finding the good or positive of every card in its little black book. Oh, wow. And the only reason I noticed is because in the Prisma Visions book, it's it does a really lovely job of balancing, like, here are the, like, sort of elevated aspects of this, and here are the sort of, like, lower frequency aspects of this. Like, depending on where it comes up in the reading, you could be feeling any of these things. And I am not disparaging the Modern Witch book at all. No. I love it. It's especially good when I am feeling shitty. And I need to get some good energy up in the up in here, you know? I love but that. I noticed it markedly while I was working on this. And I just thought that was interesting. Huh. Yeah. Even in their reversals? They don't have reversals in their book. Oh my gosh, I'd forgotten that. I haven't looked at that deck for a while. Yeah. But because of the kind of sunshiny 
empowering, deeply empowering. Love that. Love the book. I mm-hmm. want to just make sure everyone's very clear on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We, yeah. When I was working reversals from that deck, it made the reversals extra aggro in my brain. Wow. Because they weren't represented in, none of the shadow side was represented in the description. And I was like, huh, what an interesting observation. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's one of the things I love about the Light Seer's Tarot is that she also has the Shadow Seer side of it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, and yet she ends with an affirmation. Mm-hmm on every single card, which I also just love. Love, 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 love. Love an affirmation. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Do you want to dive in? Let's do it. All right. The Ace of Pentacles. First of all, the pentacles themselves. Pentacles are about the material world. And we are starting with the pentacles, even though most books, it's the last pip in the order of books. Not all of them, but most. The two that I grabbed. Yeah. (laughs) In most. But I like to think of it, I I shouldn't say it's a foundation. It's been a day, everybody. (laughs) My thoughts don't want to come out. So I'm going to go to my notes. Thank goodness for notes. Oof. I tried to go with my first impressions for this and without any any of my experience or knowledge, and I'll get to that. But my first impression, if just looking at the card, is the Ace of Pentacles. And if you're looking at the Waitsmith, there's a hand coming out of a cloud holding a pentagram, a pentacle with a pentagram, which represents the coin and material wealth. And there is a gate, a, a gateway in the background, which is to me, a portal. So is it a portal that you're going to, or is it a portal that you've come from? That item in your hand, although there are not an infinite amount of resources, you've been gifted a material boon here right at the start. And the sun's in the sky, so it's feeding you and helping you grow. So if you go to the metaphor, there's a seed that's been planted. It has everything it's need. I think that's mountains or water in the background. I can't quite tell. And I'm sure it's written somewhere. But again, I didn't look. I was trying to just, you know, go with what I was looking at. And because it's the ace and because it's the beginning, I, as I was saying, I see that passage in two ways. You've just entered from the other world and you're in the liminal space right now and you're given these resources and you know you're going to have them as you get ready to move into the next world, our world, the material plane. Or you have, you are on the material plane and you are getting ready to go through that portal and start your journey. So you could attach this card if you wanted to to the fool you are starting you're starting that journey there's a strong message in this card that you have the power to make ideas a reality on this material plane however there are no instructions on how to do that you have to figure that out but there you have it and in the reversed i see as you're hoarding you're holding back you're not willing to move forward even though you have the resources to do so. 
So what's holding you back? What's stopping you from using the resources that you have? Is it a sense of lack? Is it a sense that if you use those resources, you aren't going to have them anymore? Or are you terrified that you're going to misspend those resources? Being aware of that before you move forward is a beautiful thing, I think. Here's the other thing I had wanted to say, Corey, about what we're doing here, just talking about the cards individually. Please remember that these cards tell a story in relationship to each other. So this is just, I mean, once you put this with another card and once you tap into your guides, this this is just the very basic understanding of what this card could mean. Oh, yeah. Like, this could soften yeah. the abruptness of a tower card in the same reading, mm-hmm. or this could even elevate uh, a cups card or yes. or the death card even make it something right. much clearer than they would be on their own. Right. Or you've asked a specific question, and then this goes deeper. And when I read, I often hear voices. I I hear or I see images that pertain to the reader that I'm reading for. So like when I'm reading for the collective on Patreon, sometimes I'll get specific names in my head or specific feelings. And because I don't know everybody personally on Patreon and I'll go, wow, I know this is for somebody out there. And I hear that kind of stuff. That is how I felt. Also, I'm so sorry to our patrons, by the way. I my relationship to time the last couple weeks has been positively capital F fucked. I forgot to do the tarot poll on Sunday. It went up this morning. This morning is Tuesday the 1st. Happy full moon in Aquarius, everyone. When I was doing it today, when I was like sitting down and focusing up, I was like, ooh, this is decidedly not for me. This is absolutely for somebody who will read it. So... It was not a Sunshine and Roses tarot poll this week, Mm. but it was actionable and I think informative. That's awesome. So, yeah. Whoever out there needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So keep that in mind when you're reading. And Jenna says, Jenna Matlin says, you need to be reading for other people before you read for yourself, (laughs) which, you know, I, I think you can't be... I like her theory about it because she feels like your bias will come into it and then incorporated some of the other readings that I've done on the cards. But read for the weather, read for time, read for a friend, read for a political figure, read for, you know, a star, read, yeah, read for an event, you know, that doesn't have to do with you so that you can get outside your head. Because those gifts, like you're talking about, Corey, what you experienced, those have been amazing. Reading for the Patreon has been just awesome. I I love it. And if you look back to our older ones, Mm -hmm. I've grown so much at Tarot. Mm -hmm. And that's not a toot toot my own horn thing because y'all know me I will toot toot my own horn (laughs) but that it's just it's interesting to look at and see wow my relationship to these cards has changed and my ability to interpret them has changed and it will continue to change this this has affected how I will read going forward just this episode yeah yeah Yeah. 
Cool. The the other things that I will add to this is far as the Ace of Pentacles, uh, all of the Aces in my mind and also in tradition, they're the beginning of a new venture, new ideas, planting seeds, all that good stuff. The shadow part of this for me and I really resonated with me on Chris Ann's in Chris Ann's Lightseer is the need to create a strong foundation to support your dream and risk a financial loss. And I read this after I yeah, and I think that's I think that's all I have for right now for the ace. I love that. I think it's interesting too. I'm not gonna get into it, but some of the stuff you said I was like, Oh, I have that written down. And then some of the stuff you said oh, I was cool. like interesting. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely not wrong, just not something I'd seen or thought of. Cool. Tarot's great. It is great. Two of Pentacles. The the deck with which I am working to do the exercises in Jenna Matlin's book is my Prisma Visions deck. They are not traditional imagery. They also are designed in such a way that if you set them side by side, they create one full image. I love that about that deck. Yeah, and to what you said about the ace being the beginning... When I first took an online video course about tarot, the thing that stuck with me the most, there's always something from a class you take that sticks with you forever. Mm -hmm, And and mm -hmm. it is for me that the fool's journey is not just the major arcana. The fool starts over at the beginning of each suit. And so it's the same. It's not the same arc, but it's an arc in each suit. So I always think of it as a beginning, middle, end in the suit as well. Yeah. So the two pentacles... Some key words that I think of when I think of this card, the first one is decisions, Mm. but the other one is balance. You can see this person in the Smithwaite and in the Modern Witch, you can see this person sort of balancing two pentacles in the air in an infinity symbol. It kind of looks like a hoop or a rope. It's been twisted up. I think this card is about choosing, but it's also about like kind of flexibility to make choices, balance and grace in the face of choices. It's like there's sort of an adaptability, an open heart, and and knowing that you are capable of making the right choice. I think that the pentacle deck is like the sort of like food, fear, and fucking part <laughs> of the of the tarot deck because it's the to me yeah. it's the root chakra and the sacral chakra and, yeah, the, and the belly as well and so it's like all of those grounded like physical like deeply physical sensations and and places like where fear is and where lust is and where hunger lives in your body and all that stuff and i don't know about you but i get decision paralysis oh, so yeah. if there's like too many things to choose from I become paralyzed. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's why the seven of cups. Sometimes. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. So many choices. Yeah. <laughs> and so this card, when you look at it in the reverse for me, is that fear and paralysis and inability mm. to choose and kind of like a stiffness. So if you think of the upright as lava, like being able to move where you need to. But if you think of the reverse of it, like concrete. Like, you can't adapt, you can't pivot, you can't move, and it's a real challenge, this sort of indecision that you face, and because of that, if you try to move, you will fall. There's no balance there. I love the art 
in the Modern Witch Tarot for this because the person on the card looks like they are just vibing. They look like they're doing like contact juggling or something with these pentacles. Yeah. And they are just vibing and like completely graceful in the face of of having to make choices. I also wrote down some correspondences. Just know that these are all going to be Earth correspondence. Mm-hmm. And this is a yes card. And it happens to live in Capricorn. And the stone that I think of when I when I think of it is an agate. Pretty much any agate. Ooh. Because it's beautiful, but it also the, it comes in many colors and shapes and designs. And, and that, to me, sort of says a lot about this card. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I think all of, of all of these is earth cards. Yes, same. The material plane. Yeah. yeah. I, and I apologize. I did not look up the correspondences, so. That's okay. We'll be sans correspondences sans. for the odds. <laughs> That's it for the two. Okay. Awesome. Three of pentacles. If you look at the Smith weight, there are three people gathered in this old architecture, probably a church priory or something like that and someone standing on a bench and the other two are down by the pillar and one of them is a gesture and the very first hit I get from this card no matter what deck I am in is community it's all this card to me is all about community and working together working together and my favorite word collaboration the three whole, the number three holds a really special place in so many religions and spiritual practices and culturally. In the Smith deck, there are three people and one of them appears to be a jester. And to me, this is a reminder that we have to play, that in our community, in our work, in our collaborations, we need to have a sense of play. This is a choice you're making, a creative choice when you get this card, a creative project, and maybe it's in a nook and it's a tiny niche, or maybe it's huge. But no matter what, and this this really got me thinking this time doing the research for this, is that in this deck, it's in a sacred place. And aren't all isn't all of our work sacred? Can't all of our work be sacred? And that's not to make everything precious. That doesn't mean, oh, I have to be careful. But just the fact that we're alive and we're living and we're sharing and just our breath work, just taking a breath is sacred. What we do is sacred. That just really hit me. If you go to the Lightseer's deck, they're weaving three pentacles into this tapestry. There are three people doing that and collaborating together. So I was just like, that is awesome. And for the 78 Animal Tarot, I just got so validated. It's these bees. I'm showing it Cute. to Corey. I'm yeah. I may sh- I may put this out on to Instagram. But like, what is more collaborative than a beehive? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. That is just so about community. But we're still in the beginning stages of this journey. We're still you know at three, so we're still working. Reversed what I got is the jester may be a trickster or you may be fooling yourself into self-sabotage. So really look at the other cards in this case. What is actually going on around you? And on a cooler note, make sure that since this is a collaboration, you aren't stealing something from someone else, that you're not stealing their pride, their opportunity, or something that they love, or 
their sovereignty or their ownership that they're sharing with you and that you're creating. But just be very careful about identifying that for yourself. Love it. That's what I got for the three. I lo- in the Prisma Visions, the three is a person building and making a structure like a yeah, like a brick wall of a house mm-hmm. um and it follows through the the story of the of the basically the home this person has built for their family wow. so i always think of building and making and collaboration also so cool mm. the four of pentacles so the person in the card on the modern witch deck is looks very cool and like i would want them to think that i was cool that's like just the vibe i get off of them i love that but some of the some of the impressions i get from this card the the main word that i write down as like a flashcard moment is hoarding there's also an element of sort of defensiveness clutching selfishness which are not all like they're not always all bad in every situation. Sometimes you have to clutch. Sometimes you have to hold on. Sometimes you've got to be a little selfish. And sometimes someone's attacking you. So you have to be defensive. But those are sort of the the vibe I get. And it's it's very much a sort of, you have worked very hard in the first three cards. Like you were gifted this boon. You made a lot of decisions. You created something with your community. And now you have all this stuff. But that doesn't mean that grasping onto it is going to make you happy. You got to allow your world to become bigger than your material wealth. Like it's important and it's helpful to, you know, build and create community and have this shared wealth and have your own wealth, build your home and your nest egg and whatever. But like you, you can't let your whole world become that thing. So it's definitely a moment to, if you pull it in like a money spread, If I pulled this in a money spread, I'd be like, ooh, Mm -hmm. uh oh, okay, let's take a step backward and look at it as the big picture because am I getting very focused on money, finances? Am I getting too, am I getting too narrow? And in that vein, reversals for this would be like a reckless sort of letting go, a lack of control, Mm -hmm. and generosity but not the kind that is sustainable yeah <laughs> wow which then in concert with that is amazing in concert with other cards that could mean are you trying to buy the people around you do you oh, know what Corey. i mean yes i do so this is the only real card that i consider a no card in this suit i actually don't just do yes or no cards I do mm-hmm. yes cards, no cards, and not right now cards. This is one of the only no cards that I have. So it's an earth card. It's in Capricorn. And I associate it with gold because I am from a culture that when they think of hoarding, they think of dragons, they think of gold. Five of pentacles. The word that comes to mind when I see this card is scarcity. Mm wild because I'm going to talk about some of the same things that Corey just talked about for the four. Did you hold on too tightly or did you let loose too recklessly? Or did you give and give and give until your cup was empty and then you kept giving? 
even though your cup was empty, and now you have fallen on hard times. When you pull this card, something is hard. Something is not great in your life, depending on what's going on in the spread, whether it's money or relationship or your spiritual life or your health or, you know, your career opportunities or your spiritual wanting to move forward. Something, something has put you out in the cold. You have lost everything, whatever that means to you. And, and what you've lost, the everything that you've lost will depend on the question that you're asking. So you're out in the cold, you have been othered, or you have othered yourself. And maybe you've othered yourself for reasons of safety, maybe because you don't feel like you're deserving, but there's help. And in this card, and in the Lightseer's deck, I don't even have to look at the Lightseer's, that one I do remember. But in the Smith Weight, there is a light behind these two people that are traveling through the snow and the storm in the dark. There is a light. They just have to turn and see it. And they have each other. They are together. They're with, so they're not alone. So you, so that also screams to me when I see this card, you are not alone. Now, in the light seers, she is alone. She's on the floor. But there's a key right behind her if she would just turn around or look up. And it fits the door that goes into this world of warmth can tell that it's warm because there's light shining on it. The five pentacles are hanging on that door. There's opportunity there. And she just won't. She's so in herself She's that she just can't see it. Look up when you get this card. It's a sign to look up. In reverse, are you holding on to anger or resentment that it's time to release? Are you really and truly causing this pain for yourself because you're so mired in your anger that you can't look for a way out or you don't want to look for a way out? My big question to everybody, if you ever pull this card for whatever reason, for up, whether it's upright or reversed, are you willing to ask for help? And it's hard. Ask for help. Okay, that's that's my five. That's my big phrase on this card is you can ask for help. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The six. The six, the main big word I think of when I think of the six of the six of pentacles is sharing. Some keywords I think of are gifts, community, generosity. It's a yes card. It's a Taurus card. I think of the sparkly beautiful emerald when I think of this card. Because it's green like many, but it's also like sparkly and and I just think it's a happy stone. This is, to all my gift givers out there, this card can <laughs> either be a great card or a reality check card. Because it's definitely, yes, you've had a windfall or something you've done has 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 had a payout or something. And you want to share... With your community, your besties, your family, your lovers, your whoever, you want to share this bounty with them and you want to, you want to live like it's the first day after your paycheck, but if you're not careful, it will very quickly start to feel like the last day before your next paycheck. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're going from sushi to I could just eat peanut butter out of the jar for dinner, I guess, which we've been there. I've been there. 
So this is a card that when I see it, it is a reminder that my generosity is appreciated. It is important, but it is also incredibly vital that I be mindful and intentional with my spending (laughs) because I, if I could, none of my friends would have any financial problems. That's me. If I could, none of my friends would have student debt. None of my friends would have to worry about how they're going to pay their rent. If I could, that is what I would do with it. On the flip side of this card is the unintentional and not mindful part of that. It is irresponsibility with money. It is also maybe stinginess. Maybe Mm. you are stuck in that, in that, I worked for this, it's mine, and I want to shower myself with stuff and, like, never share with my community or or anything. That's, like, the casual. Oh, I forgot my wallet. You didn't forget your wallet. I saw you pull your ID out of your wallet. I know somebody who used to do that constantly. Anyway. Wow. Um, and now you get to say, oh, that's okay, Ben. Yeah, Ben, me. And this can also be, in reverse, a sort of a sort of reality check on unhealthy habits. Hmm. You can't spend every paycheck living like it's the first day after your paycheck. So you just got to, it's sort of a reality check that part of the card (laughs) to me. (laughs) I love this card. I love the art on the Modern Witch deck. I also love Mm -hmm. the art on the Prisma Visions deck because it's two children and one is handing the other a big pentacle. And it's so shiny. And so that's why I think of sharing when I see it. Because yeah. I have this thing. Do you want this thing? And it's given without agenda or an angle or any kind of like mercenary <laughs> sort of intent right. behind it. But just again, like that I said before, you, your your cup or your account can be empty if you're not careful. But mm-hmm. this is a card where like your sharing and your generosity are going to be so appreciated and so valuable to the people that you love. Cool. <sighs> Seven of Pentacles, another sacred number. You have reached a precipice that you were climbing to and it's time to take a pause. Just look around, enjoy your wins, your success and love. So When I see this card, it's celebrate, enjoy. And then after you've done that, but don't skip that step. After you've done that, ask what's next. Look around, look beyond this precipice and assess what is happening. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. This is the time. Now you're coming from a different place. You're coming from a higher level. Because it's like playing a video game. You've leveled up and now you're going to the next thing. Dun, dun. And, but you have this knowledge and this experience behind you from that last journey. So don't leave it behind. The reverse of this is if you spend too much time relishing, you're going to run out of supplies. And you're not going to move forward. And you're going to get stuck and mired. And you're going to head back to four or five, you know, where you're like, ah, and so then you're stalling. So if you get this card in reverse, why are you stalling? Why are you waiting? Give yourself a deadline. Deadlines help for the next adventure. So 
go for that. What I love about this card, (laughs) as far as when you look at them, the three that I'm looking at, the person is sitting there and they are looking at what they've done. They are looking at this growth. The one in the light seer, he is looking at this plant that comes up out of the soil, but we can see underneath the seven seeds that were planted to make that plant, to get to that. So this is something you've worked for, whether it's a relationship or money or whatever it is. What's the point if you don't enjoy what you have created for yourself? In the animal tarot, it's a bear looking at all these pinnacles and these strawberries, and they're looking over their shoulder. They're just adorable. Oh, (laughs) They're just like, look at all of that that I have that I can eat now before I go hibernate. Uh, So before I go to my next journey, if it's the beginning of, you know, spring. Oh, fat bear season is coming up. I'm so stoked. Ah, (laughs) fall. So, yeah, and gratitude is also... I think really important here. So give thanks, but also give thanks to yourself. Don't be hubris about it, but do praise yourself, please, because that's part of being able to move on to the next thing with confidence, the next adventure with confidence. Uh, Give gratitude for, to the universe, to the deity, if you work with them, to the earth, the planet, the elements, give thanks and then move on to the next thing. Heck yeah. Yeah. The Eight of Pentacles, which is a yes card in Virgo, and I think of Malachite when I think of this card. Mm. Uh, My first word when I think of this card, and it's probably going to maybe be weird that this is the first word I think of, is nurture. Because, I don't know, I think that in the last one, you sort of like, sowing, to me anyway, you're sowing, you're growing, you're You've got all this potential, but you're also being patient. You're waiting. You're sitting in the moment. But this Mm. one is about effort and care and cultivating and nurturing. That could very well be an intentional thing on my part to to make sure that I'm framing the important work in my life in a way that is not burdensome. I think of it as instead nurturing my efforts, nurturing my endeavors, but that is what I think of when I think of this. And in the modern witch, she's sitting at a laptop and working really hard, working away. And you can see all the pentacles around all in front of her. This is a time to care for and cultivate your work. The active word, there are many active words in that sentence, but the biggest one is work. Like you have to do work here. Pay attention and care for all of the groundwork that you've already done. Because if you don't, your seeds will not yield. You know, your if you just have foundations, you don't have a house. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you, yeah, if you plant that seed and never water yeah. it or take care of it or, yeah. Or you, or you water it carelessly, die. it will rot. This is about care and effort and, and nurturing to me. And in the same, in like the same but opposite, if it's reversed, this is about unrealized seeds to me. This is about carelessness and it's about poor quality 
And I don't mean that in a productive kind of way. I mean, like allowing yourself to settle for poor quality. Mm. And you are better than that. (laughs) You deserve better than that. And so do the work, take the care, nurture the seed. If you get it in reverse and you're looking at this card and you're like, dang, take a look at what seeds you may have forgotten about because you didn't write a due date or you didn't write it down or you just got distracted and forgot about it, which, hello, happens to me all the time. This is a really, I think it's a really great card for just sort of reminding you that that even the fun, easy, beautiful stuff sometimes takes work. Wow. Follow through, baby. <sighs> Follow through. Do it, do it. <laughs> okay. The Nine of Pentacles. I see this card and I think spiritual bliss. I think connection with the planet and with the earth, but also with what's above. And that has a lot to do with the bird sitting on the hand or in the light seer's deck, the bird, there's a dove sitting on one of the pinnacles that she's reaching toward. When the eight animal tarot, it's a swan. Yeah. Sitting with pinnacles as stars above them at night outside of a castle, which brings me to one of the other traditional stories behind this card, which is luxury wealth, enjoying wealth, enjoying lushness. And it's also finding peace with yourself, enjoying who you are, enjoying spending time with yourself, finding peace with your ancestors, finding peace with your deities or the beyond or below, as I was mentioning. You're in the know. You've done the work of the Eight of Pentacles. You've been taking this journey. And you you see something. And again, it's different than the precipice from two cards ago. It's this knowingness. And if you wanted to, you could stop. But should you? And that, in my opinion, is the reversed. You, If you stop growing, if you just go ahead and shelter yourself in all this luxury and this comfort and that big fluffy blanket, you can do that on occasion if you need a respite. But if you do that permanently, you're taking the spiritual bypass because you're still here. You're here on this planet. Now, having said all of that doesn't mean you have to have a purpose. That doesn't mean that your purpose isn't just sitting and enjoying the earth and the planet. But you are part of a community, so how do you do that as well? But make sure you're taking time for that. It's a really, the nine is a real, it's a balancing act for me, this one is, because I do think it's important to just bliss out at times, because that's sometimes when we get our biggest messages. That's why I think of this card as spiritual bliss and happiness, but the traditional is luxury and wealth. Luxuriate is my flashcard word for this. Oh, is Mm. it? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I just think it's an opportunity to... It's an opportunity to acknowledge what you've learned and how that serves you and how it serves others. And yeah. How far you've come. 
yeah, how far you've come. How far you've come. I don't feel it as a celebration card the way I do the last one that I said was a celebration card, but it's definitely, I feel it more of as a comfort card. It's, it feels like that big fluffy blanket that you wrap up in, in fall or, you know, that's what it is. That's what this card is for me. Nice. Yeah. Love it. So the 10 of pentacles, the word that I think of is fruition. It is a, a culmination. It is stability. It is satisfaction. It is home. It is an earth card. It is in Virgo. And it's a yes card for sure. And I think of carnelian when I think of this card, that bright, beautiful stone. This is a card of your dreams all coming true. Things magically aligning. Your reality is your ideal. And everything from the foundation to the fruit, abundance and and stability are yours. I think of a lot of the pentacles in terms of the growth of like plants and, and harvest and all that stuff. So to me, this is fruition. This is this is the fruits of your labors. This is everything magically, beautifully, lusciously sort of falling into place and feeling like the ideal idea of home. Of course, the flip of that being loss, debt, domestic struggles, feeling uprooted, feeling unstable. Instable? Unstable. <laughs> this is a card where the universe is the home and the universe is in alignment. That is that is how I think of the Ten of Pentacles. It is home at its peak, at its most magical. I will just say that the Ten of Pentacles is one of my favorite pick cards. And I agree with the magical home place. All right, the Page of Pentacles. I'm going to start with the Light Seer because I love this so much. It's like somebody standing in a yoga tree pose, holding this circle, this pentacle in between their arms. And that image, that holding that energy in between your two hands just like feeds my soul. The key meaning for a Page of Pentacles is manifestation, new opportunities. In the Smith Weight deck, it's still a person holding a pentacle and they're holding it up and out. But the thing I like about the Light Seer is that it is, it's just close to their chest and their heart and their belly and it's big and they're comfortable with it. They are balanced on one leg. I just, I find it so beautiful. There might be at this point still some work to do. Because of, we've just started this new journey. And as you were saying, we've been at home. So maybe that was our first stop again. Can I tell you, can I tell you a fun fact I read about the page? So Please. I read a thing, I can't remember where, but I thought it was really interesting that the ace and the page are both mm -hmm. the like seats of the pentacles. So each of them are all three of the earth astrology signs and have sort of a really great sort of energy arced between them. Could you explain that to me? I can't explain mean? it better that than that, unfortunately. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but like they're... So they're, 
the seats. Yeah, they're sort of like the thrones of, of the pentacle. Like they're the the energetic sort of like oh. pools where all things are possible. That makes sense because the Page of Pentacles is about manifestation mm. and realizing that you have the power. I also think, so this is where I'm going to start to tell the story of, I, I think we're telling the end of the story of the Pentacles here, the beginning of the end. So you have all this knowledge behind you. You've, you know, wasted your wealth or multiplied your wealth not manifest. And by wealth, I don't necessarily mean money, but I do mean something on this plane, you know, whether it's a relationship or just what we've been saying throughout the mm -hmm. episode. But the reversal, this is, an, again, another financial opportunity and a new career path, one that you have matured into, though, one that you have the knowledge to go into. So that makes total sense to me that they're kind of the same seats of power, but it's a I don't know. It feels like a deeper pool to me. Like we started in the shallow end. Now we're in the deep end. I don't know if that makes sense like to it. you or not. Yeah. The shadow, though, is about stopping. One of the things that I also love about the Lightseer deck is there's this hoodie and these very, very comfortable pants and tennis shoes, which is how I like to dress all the time anyway. And if you're not careful, you can get so comfortable that you don't move forward. I think that's a huge lesson throughout all of the reversals, not all of them, but a lot of the reversals in the pinnacles is that if you are not paying attention, if you're not, if you're not being, I don't want to say realistic, but if you're not grounded, if you don't have an anchor for your dream, you're just going to wallow. Yeah. And Pragma pragmatic and is if important. You're, yes, yes, absolutely. And Again, as we've been saying the whole episode, doing the work, because if you're in the deep end and you just stop swimming or treading water, you're going to drown. Stop procrastinating and get moving. The Knight of Pentacles is one of the maybe cards for me. And Ooh. that is because I find this card to be a little bit conflicted. The first word I think of when I, my flashcard word, that's what I'm going to call it. My flashcard word for this card <laughs> is defensive. One of my favorite iterations of this is the knight and, and he's just covered in armor. His mount in this particular deck is a unicorn and it's dispiritedly poking its nose at strawberries, big strawberries on the ground and they're just standing it's not a very active card. Some other words I think of are, like I said, conflicted, dispirited, but also dependable. The knight is a dependable card. Oh, yeah. So it's not like all gloomy doomy, but it's also, it is, it is kind of a, a conflicted card and one that I think even more than some others really depends on the cards around it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an earth card and it's a Taurus card. It's a maybe card, and I think of Black Agate when I think of this card. The knight works really hard. You have to work really hard to become a knight. It's no joke. But sometimes the knight works too hard. And so this is a card that reminds me to be aware and to keep in mind that the world's beauty is sometimes just for its beauty and not for its utility. Um, yes. Not for what it can do for you. Sometimes a rose is just a rose. Sometimes a sunset's just a sunset. 
Sometimes a hobby is just a hobby. Fam. You don't have to monetize all your hobbies. I was just You don't say have that. to turn every single <laughs> hobby you have into a hustle just because we live in a capitalist mm. hellscape. Keep some things that are just beautiful for you. There's a reason I do not sell my crochet work. Partly because it would be too expensive and nobody would want to buy it and then I would get screamed at on the internet for being like, <laughs> why is it so expensive? Because it takes me 20 fucking hours, Brenda. Anyway. <laughs> this is a reminder. Not everything is, is meant for utility. So to take a look yeah. around. There's also some reversal aspects of this that I think I know that really, really bother me interpersonally. And so I am always on the lookout in myself. And so if this card were to come up for me in a reading about me or my life or my choices, this would give me pause and make me really mm. look at what I was, how I was behaving because some of the reversal aspects of this card can be disloyalty, thoughtlessness, impatience, dependence and not in the fun like our community depends on each other kind of way mm -mm. and also obstinance or stubbornness i can be a real mule and it is important that the universe or my friends <laughs> occasionally check me on that so this night is is a powerful like skillful strong good being but has to remember to not become a concrete heartless weapon basically mm. you are not a weapon you are not a wall you are a living breathing being and remember that when remember that <laughs> yeah yeah i think of this reversal as an don't become a energy Ooh, vampire yeah no one wants a colin robinson yeah yeah Ugh. The Queen of Pentacles is one of my favorite queens. Actually, all the queens She's are my favorite. She's one of my favorite queens. I just think of food. <laughs> oh, really? Do you know what I think of when I see this? And then I'll tell you what they look like. I think of the Oracle from The Matrix, the one who makes yes. cookies. Yes. I Incredible. That grandmother, you know, feeling just wrap you up. In no matter who you are, you know, I, I don't know why, but I, I go to that. I think of the women in my and, big fat Greek wedding. Oh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. No, that's good. I like that too. I, so for, for her, that's interesting that you think of food. I love that as well. I think of he, my word for her is healing, this spiritual mm -hmm. kind of healing on this plane and I don't know why I go to that. I definitely, so I am using and telling you about the Smithwaite deck, but I don't use the Smithwaite deck. I never enjoyed the pigments. They, they felt muted to me. There are some that are more saturated, but even those, then, then they become, yeah. ah. Yeah. And there's one that I guess is being remade that is really saturated. And there's one that Teresa Reed uses from oh she uses it all the time i should be able to remember whose it is i think it's wiser's it's, it's absolutely beautiful but the queen of pentacles in this also the face is just 
she's looking down at the pentacle and she she just looks so sad to me in the light seer and just about everybody else's she is this beautiful queen with this turban on her head and these beautiful stick horns coming out and she has the pinnacle in her hand it's draped over she's not worried about it her eyes are closed she's just enjoying life she's not stressed about it and i love that this like comfortable it's peace to me you're like in peace and i bet if you read chris's she talks about that i can't remember what the what her words are behind can that, I, I should... Can I tell you what my big sentence yeah. is for this card? Because it may, you made me think Please. of it. The table that yeah. this queen lays nourishes body and spirit. Yes. Yes. I feel that way. And and she's totally connected. She's connected to this plane, and she's grounded on this plane, but she is gifted with the knowledge of the spirit. She is gifted with the knowledge of the above, of the universe. Everything's working. Everything's working and conspiring for her or them or him, whatever queen you are. I love that. So it's about stability for me, being mindful. And in, in reverse, your abundance seeps away from you in my head. Your abundance, it's not even that you're being reckless. You're just you're not paying attention. You're not allowing yourself to be the smart, connected human that you are in this world, in this material world. You could become self-absorbed. You could have financial problems just because you're not paying attention. Again, not because you're doing anything specifically. It's because you're not Hmm. doing. It's the other other end of that to me. That's what I get. Your from reversal this. interpretation so, is far more generous than mine. Mm-hmm. Is it? What's yours? So I I can't divorce the idea of power and corruption. So to me, oh. a reversal is a queen who is manipulative, jealous, not terribly grounded in reality, perhaps stuck in a rut of some kind, and just kind of like mean spirited. Because mm-hmm. the reverse of that- my mother is those things. My mother, I, oh, I'm wow. very blessed to have a wonderful mother. I love very, very much. So when anything is about like a mother type, I ascribe mm-hmm. that to them because oh, wow. I love my mommy very much. <laughs> and yeah. so like when I think of the reverse of this queen who lays a beautiful table and has a happy heart, I think of, of someone who uses that to control people. Yeah. Wow. This, this is the only... What you just described is my Queen of Swords reversed. Wow. She she is fucking vindictive. Sure. sure. <laughs> so that's interesting. I w- and so I'll be interested when we get to swords what your queen is I feel reversed. Like, yeah, and I feel like we've all known somebody, regardless of gender or station in life, like that you think is so giving and so kind and so generous, and then it turns out it was because they had a angle. And they wanted something oh. from you. And oh, the second that. they got it, they turned absolute batshit on you. And I've been in that relationship. I've had so many of those I've had those friends. Been, it's yeah. not cute. All right. The final card. The king. The king. I love the card in the Modern Witch deck because it's like a cute little like 
mask them on a throne and they're just like casually have one leg crossed over the other knee and it's just like vibing. Okay. Yeah. In the Prisma Visions, it's a person, he's he's shirtless and he has a crown on his head and he's he's doing a handstand on the horns of a bison. Ooh. And it's beautiful. Ooh. Talk about strength and, the, and Yes, and so the word that I think of, my flashcard word, is mastery. Master craftsman kind of mastery, not mastery over people. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. generosity, success, wisdom. This person's very grounded. It's an earth card. It's a Virgo card. It's a yes card. And I think of jade. This ancient, Ooh, nice. rich, beautiful royal stone. The king of this castle is kind. He's generous, benevolent, trustworthy. They are proud of the things they have built and rule over them with that pride and love in their actions and their heart. This king is, let them actually eat cake. <laughs> Here is actual cake, but also vegetables and coffee and cider and roof yeah, over your head. Here are yeah. your needs met and not just met, but exceeded, wow. right? Um, the mm. idea of pulling a king of pentacles in a relationship spread is, like, oh, hello. Mm. Oh, hello. Oh, that is sweet. But <laughs> the idea of pulling a reverse of this in a relationship spread is, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> because, again, I think about power. I think about corruption. I think about these two powerful figures. Mm -hmm. And so this king is miserly, greedy, ungrounded, ruthless. And the ultimate ending for this card in reverse, in my opinion, is collapse, structural collapse, because of greed, because of carelessness, because of, of a disregard for the community that they have built. And yeah, so upright king of pentacles, we love to see it. Upside down king, king of Pentacles, maybe take a step, take a breath, take a look, assess. <laughs> are you being love bombed? <laughs> are you mm. being are you being bought mm. through gifts so that this person can then rule over you? That could also be for a job. If you in a job spread, pull the upside down king of pentacles or yeah, king of pentacles. It's this job on its surface looks shiny and good. Mm. And like it's going to pay out and like it's going to be great. But if you look closer, it's going to be at the expense of more than you want to give kind wow. of thing. I love the pentacles. And yeah, every single time we do this, I will probably say this is my favorite suit. But I do think <laughs> I do all... think this is probably my favorite suit. <laughs> I sure love it. I love it. It's em. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> oh. Hey, thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for asking. Do you want to go set yeah. some sparks up? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's spark it up. I want to shout out Anita Avalos. She, yeah, I've talked about her before, really early on. I've, I've, she has, she's a coach. She's all about honoring appetites, how women can trust their hungers, desires, and instincts to create the lives they truly crave. She 
she reminds me of, oh, I always butcher her name and I love her so much. Jamil, Jamela, Jamila, Jamel. And she has the same philosophies. And she has a workshop coming up and she started it as a, a wait list. It's not open to buy yet because she, I think this is a way of uh, determining interests. So what she has said is that it's now open to put yourself on the wait list. Uh, and I'll put the link not only to her Instagram, but also to this workshop in in our show notes and also on Instagram. But just like this is who she is. So here's the re- I'm going to read part of her thing. Here's the real kicker. When we take a step back and take an honest look at all of it, we start to realize that not only has the culture taught women to diminish, curb, and control our appetite for food, they've done a hell of a job convincing us that it's better, safer, and more ladylike to do the same for every single appetite we have. Our appetite for pleasure, our appetite for creative expression, our appetite for sex and deep connection, our appetite for financial freedom and security, our appetite for adventure and expansion, our appetite for rest and stillness, our appetite for autonomy, especially of our bodies and minds. This is going to be a fucking out of the world workshop, y'all. And she, yeah, and she is a wonderful, wonderful human being. I just adore her. I, de- I want everybody to take this. I've done private coaching with her and it was tr- it just touched my life and pushed me in a direction I needed to go at that time. It was just, I love her. It's, she's great. She's a great coach. So take the workshop. What an endorsement. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> All, right. All right. How about you? Mine is not necessarily a witchy thing, but it is an important thing. And you all know how horny I am for stories. I love <laughs> stories. They're like the most important part of my life. I love them. Yes, they are. The writers are still on strike. Yes, they are. The actors are on strike in solidarity. Yes. Workers all over the country are rising up and uniting. Because stories are so important, not just to me, but to the fabric of community and the drive forward of change... I mm-hmm. want to remind you all that the Entertainment Community Fund is there to help the people who are striking because yes. people like disgusting Bob Iger are trying to literally, literally starve people out. Yeah, he said This that. is some fucking French Revolution bullshit. This is, this is miserable. He said, I want to wait till they lose their houses or apartments and they don't have any place else to go but back to here yep. the way we want them. And and this is a guy who makes oh. millions and millions and millions and millions. He makes more in one year yeah. than I'll ever see in my life. And just in case you all don't know about actors, so... My daughter works as an actor, and it sounds like she gets this big paycheck. No. She has to pay 10% to her agent, 10% to her manager. She has to pay taxes on it, and they also have to pay taxes on it after she's paid taxes on it. She also has to pay for all of her publicity, all of her business costs, all, I mean, everything. So there was somebody who I think broke it down for they got a million dollars for a show or something and they broke it down and they actually only got to keep 30% of that after they paid everything out. 
So these are not, actors are not like. (laughs) And Heather Matarazzo, a ton of actors are showing what their residuals look like from streaming services. Mm -hmm. Which are ridiculous. Princess Diaries is one of the most iconic films of all time. And last quarter, Heather Matarazzo got a three cent residuals check. (gasps) But the people who own it now are making hella dollars. So the Entertainment Community Fund, formerly the Actors Fund, is available on Stand With Writers, which is WGA Contract 2023.org. We'll make sure that's in the show notes. Even if it's just 10 bucks, no matter what you can give, it's tax deductible and it will help feed a person who deserves pay for some of the most enriching work that can be done. Here's, think back to the pandemic, what everybody was saying. Thank God for entertainment. Thank God for television shows. Thank God for movies. Thank God for music. And all of a sudden, I foolishly thought, ah. My gosh, we're finally going to no. value our artists. No. no. <laughs> and now it's fuck. AI can do it. Uh, no, they can't. Unfortunately, no, they can't. Unfortunately, I never had that hopeful moment. So you're a far more optimistic yeah. person than me. Well, I so was. I'm very jaded. Yeah. I'm very jaded about that. And it's very personal. And, and I'll work through it and I will heal. But right now, that is where I live. And yeah. so if you can, please. Please donate even just a little. If you can't donate, just keep that website on hand. Educate yourself on what's going on so you can help discuss with others. Sign petitions as you find them. And and send it out on your social Mm -hmm. media what they're doing. Like Adam... Adam from Adam Adam Conover ruins everything. Yeah, Yeah. he is posting a lot of things and ways that you can help without money. Yeah. So, So if you don't follow him on Instagram, that's a great one, Corey. Thanks. Thank you. I've been thinking about you it rock. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Workers Unite. Workers Unite. Freaking billionaires. <sighs> I'm just saying it only okay. costs about $1,800 to build a really good functioning guillotine. Anyway, <laughs> we're not encouraging, we're not encouraging that. To do just like if you were no. doing a fun construction and craft project and you had some cash to spend. Halloween's coming Halloween's up. coming up. So, you got to decorate. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's yeah, almost yeah. pumpkin patching season. <laughs> Where are my cute girlies out there that I can take to the pumpkin patch? Okay. I got to go eat something or I will die. Yep. All right. I love you. <laughs> and everybody, until next well. time, act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. 
To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.